Miles out. I just wanted to remind you that we're meeting today at lunchtime. She paused for a moment, as if she expected me to say something. Anything. I practiced the words in my head. Okay, Mrs. Palmer, don't worry, I won't be late. It should have been so easy, but thinking the words wasn't the same as actually saying them. I opened my mouth and closed it again, my face growing hot. It's been like this ever since Nan died, a panicky feeling when people are waiting for me to speak, like the words are stuck in my throat and something bad might happen if I dare to let them out. In my office at twelve, then, she said eventually, a sorry look in her eyes. It won't take long. I hate it when she looks at me like that, like I'm a massive letdown. She used to say I was one of her best students, an asset to the class. At the end of my first half-term in year eight, she described me as a happy, chatty, likeable girl who always tries her best. I stared over her shoulder, wishing I could turn the clock back, wishing I could make her proud of me again. There was a sign on the wall with one of those motivational quotes. Talking about your goals is the first step towards achieving them. I was talking about my goals when Nan collapsed, going on and on about my ribbon and how I was going to give it up. I remember how happy I felt as we walked into town that day, chatting away without a care in the world, looking forward to Christmas and then... Bam. Maddie? Maddie? I said it won't take very long. Maddie? Are you okay? I dragged my eyes away from the sign and back to Mrs. Palmer's face, forcing myself to focus on what she was saying, nodding to show her I was fine, that I was listening. I'll see you at lunchtime, she said slowly. Off you go, or you'll be late for class. Gemma had saved me a place. She leaned over to ask me what was going on, but Miss Owen shot her a warning look and held a finger up to her lips. No one messes about in Miss Owen's lessons. Apart from Kieran Black. They wouldn't dare. She's the sort of teacher who gives out detentions for breathing. We've been doing autobiographical accounts this term, researching famous autobiographies like Nelson Mandela's. A long walk to freedom. It was a really good topic to start off with, especially the Nelson Mandela bit. But now we're supposed to be writing our own autobiographies. Or, as Miss Owen put it, a lively and interesting account of our lives, so far including important events and significant milestones. I'd written loads about Charlie being born, how he had to spend the first three months of his life in the special baby unit how many times he stopped breathing, how he was too small to fit into any of the normal-sized baby clothes or normal-sized nappies, how Mum had to use a special machine to breastfeed him, how she and Dad were up at the hospital so much Nan had to move in to look after me. It was Nan who settled me into Banner Road Nursery, the second significant milestone in my life.
Charlie was home by then, but he still needed lots of extra care. Nan said I screamed the place down on the first day, clinging on to her like a limpet, and that I carried on like that for weeks and weeks. She said the first time I ran into the classroom without a backwards glance, she stood in the middle of the playground with the other mums and cheered. I started to doodle the word limpet across the top of the page. I tried to make the letters cling onto each other like a real limpet clings onto a rock, adding little shells and starfish as I went along, shading the starfish using this special technique we've been learning in art to make them look more three-dimensional and lifelike. I'd almost got all the way across the page when Gemma nudged me. I glanced up and realised Miss Owen was standing right in front of me, with her arms folded, tapping her foot. Maddie Wilkins, are you with us or do I have to say...